day in, day me out. Today on From A to Ziggy, day in, day out. Welcome to From A to Ziggy, the podcast in which we listen to every single David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name's Thomas. My name's Travis. And today we're talking about day in, day out from 1987's Never Let Me Down. You know, Travis, Never Let Me Down is turning into at least side one, and it's actually turning out to be not that bad. <laughs> not as bad as its reputation would have you believe. Um, I mean, well, it's still, it's, it's pretty corny. Um, it's pretty peak cheese. But side one, at least. We did a beat of your drum, which was a... Fun, weird. It was re- really weird. It, it was it odd. Was it was unexpected as far yes. as like '80s pop songs go. And this one is another sort of unexpected song in that it kind of sounds really poppy and happy, but the story that it tells is quite the opposite. I like, yes, I like when I like when that happens. It does kind of feel like a very quintessentially 80s thing to do, too, to kind of have this, like, silly pop song, and then turn out like, oh, no, this is actually just about the plight of people in, in bad neighborhoods. And, like, everyone had, a, like, by the mid-80s, everyone had a cause. This was, like, the era of Live Aid and We Are the World and things like that. So it, it, it I'm sure everyone's heart was in the right place when they were doing it, but after a while, it does get to be, like, kind of cliche, like, oh, of course this song is about this heavy issue. But this is a pretty heavy song. It's, it gets dark. Yes, it does. It does. It gets very dark. Um, it is a character portrait about a woman in trouble. As one of the other important Davids in my life, David Lynch, would say, it's about a woman in trouble, which is what all of his movies are about. Bowie described it as an indictment of an uncaring society. You know, she's just trying to get along, just trying to get by, trying to get some money to, get, to pay rent, and she falls... Falls into a life of crime, falls in with a no-good man, and her criminal activity culminates in some dramatic police confrontation, mm-hmm. etc. She, uh... How do you read the end of this? I read the end of it. She goes out shooting. Yeah. She, it sounds like she goes to find um, her homeboy, as it is put in lyrics. Yeah. Um, two separate words, homeboy. It was the early 80s. We hadn't really perfected all of the slang yet. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure she finds him and kills him because uh, she's going to take her shotgun. Pow! Not to be confused with shotgun bang. What's up with that thing? I want to know. How does it hang? <laughs> Interesting. You think she shoots the homeboy? I think she shoots she's the homeboy. She's in the pocket of a homeboy. Yeah. Which I guess is like her pimp, right? That's right. That's, that's what it made me think, yeah. Pocket, like he's got the money... Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I, I assumed that it was um, she and he were like kind of a, a Bonnie and Clyde type and that they were they were going to go on a big robbery thing, do a, do a big robbery. You know, she had the shotgun and he, you know, had the whatever. And that they, it, it was a robbery gone wrong and the police come and it's, um, and then, yeah, the, it ends, ends badly. But she's going to make them well aware that she's an angry gal. The thing I don't understand is who them is. She's going to make them... Society. Society? I think it's society. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I thought, you know, she's getting the shotgun. I didn't think she was doing... She was taking revenge. I just thought it was like... She's reached her breaking point, you know, with all the the bad things that happened in her life. She's finally 
or I guess this is this is consistent with the killing the homeboy. Yeah, like she kills the, home, the homeboy the and home then boy. goes on this is to commit this robbery. Yeah. Because she's about to take a train ride, so she needs a little scratch to get her new life started. Yeah, right. And then goes down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Then there's angels everywhere shooting her down. But here's the fun thing is Bowie does one of his, his great um instead of a double entendre, this time it's a triple entendre. That's a clever little thing he throws into the end. Yeah, that violent that police shakedown at the end of the song. So that's where this goes. It is a very dark song. And it's got a dark video. It does have a dark video. Directed by our friend Julian Temple of Absolute Beginners, the movie and the song, which was banned by the BBC. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's two versions. There's a censored version and and an uncensored version. Even the censored version was banned by the BBC. The censored version leaves out a, a sequence where the protagonist is dragged into a car and raped, which is disturbing, and I'm glad I haven't seen that one. Oh, you didn't see that one? I didn't see oh, it. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. So it's Should disturbing. I yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like as bad as other things you've probably seen on TV or in movies. Okay. Uh, but it's still shocking because it's a rape, which is inherently shocking and awful. And then the weird decision that they make is basically the scenes are cutting back and forth between this woman being accosted on the streets and pulled into this guy's car. And then it's cutting to shots of David Bowie guitar soloing on roller skates through a hotel. Yeah. So it's kind of um, an odd balance to strike. Terrifying rape, David Bowie 80s noodling on roller skates. Lozari is not the wisest directorial choice. Well, the juxtaposition, um... I'm guessing has to do with uh, Bowie's place of privilege and observing these atrocities and uh, well, I don't know. Give I it, guess I'm trying. Here. It's a good. I mean, it, a for effort. It's a good reach. <laughs> it's a good try. I, I guess I'm talking it up to a. It was 1987, and we still didn't know that much hmm. as a people. I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, it's odd choices. And then the rest. I mean, basically, the rest of the music video is horrible things happening, and David Bowie. Just roller skating by, like the Energizer Bunny, but with an 80s guitar instead of drums. Shot in Los Angeles, uh, with a cast of 200 extras mostly recruited from L.A.'s homeless population. Yeah, it's just a silly video that's trying oh so hard and so valiantly to really make a point and shine a light on the issues. But has not aged well, and has aged like a fine milk. (laughs) So yeah, the video doesn't age well. I think the song holds up, though. Um, I mean, it holds up in the same way that a lot of songs like this hold up, where they're just a very, they're a good snapshot of their time. Maybe it doesn't hold up so much as it is fun to rediscover and yeah. appreciate in, uh, in context. Trying, I'm trying to wrap my head around and try to understand 80s pop music. It takes some, it takes some attempt, it takes some conscious effort to get into music like this now yeah it's um it's a lot of cheese and Mm -hmm. self-importance but i enjoy doing that and once i do get myself in that headspace i mean i'm i'm liking the song yeah for what it is yeah i mean it's still you know it is it's still okay it's it's like like the last song like uh dancing with the big boys it's straight up 80s overproduced dance pop just glossy and yeah this time definitely with a drum machine yeah and this time the last one had stuttering 
in the remix, this one's got the stuttering drum built right into the song. And then the, these sort of stabby synth horns and the synth choir sound. Ah. Yeah. Sound. Um, anything else about day in, day out? I wanted to mention the uh, remixes. Of course, it being 1987, there's a 12 inch extended mix. Like the extended dance mix, which adds, again, it adds some parts that are not in the original. Some uh, almost Spanish percussion, these synth stabs, and uh, like piano, and sound, something that sounds like upright bass, I think, and a, this wailing sax solo, which is not in the original at all. It's, that's, it's worth listening to just for that. And then there's the extended dub mix. It wouldn't be a 12-inch single without both an extended dance mix and then an extended dub mix. Uh, but speaking of dub, there is also the Groucho mix by Paul Groucho Smeichel, or Smikely, I'm not sure, who uh, is the producer behind my favorite Black Uhuru album, The Dub Factor, which is a remix of songs from Red and... Uh, I'm blanking out on the name of it. Anyway, it's this really crazy, it's like the perfect dub album with lots of tape delay and digital effects. It's all, all kinds of crazy stuff happening on that. So yeah, Groucho, uh, awesome producer. This remix, not so awesome. It's basically a lot like, I mean, it, it's, it's awesome. Mm, no, it's not, it's not as awesome. <laughs> basically, he just sort of takes the same song. He doesn't do like a dub version of it. He just sort of rearranges some of the parts and throws that sax solo in there too. It's all right. Not as good as the dub factor. But Groucho, I was excited just to see his name pop up. Not to be confused with Groucho Marx, who is a comedian of some note. Produced considerably less dub. Actually, I learned on some silly internet video I got sucked into, died the same day as Elvis. Really? Mm-hmm. That's got to suck to die on the same day. Yeah, so like this list is like... 10 celebrity deaths that were, or it's like major news events that got overshadowed by other major news events at yeah. the same day. I wish I could remember saying that stuff on there, but one of them was, yeah, Groucho Marx and Elvis. And one of them was actually, uh, I remembered pretty vividly, was when um, Farrah Fawcett died, and then later on in the day, Michael Jackson died. That's right. That's sad. That's all sad. Everything about that is sad. Yeah. Um, ratings. Ratings. Day in, day out. I mean, it is, it is cheesy. <laughs> um, oh, uh, other alternate version, Al Alba, also known as Dias Tras Dia, uh, the Spanish version oh. of Day In, Day Out, which you can find now on Spotify. Oh, I um, need to listen to that. Yeah, it was broadcast once on Spanish radio to promote the world tour. Uh, when we were kids, we had the cassette single for Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. And the B-side of that was actually a Spanish version of I'm Too Sexy that got more play in our house than you would guess. We got pretty hooked on it. It's just so novel and weird. This is, this is an important thing to, to bring up, too, on this episode, because I think this is our first alternate language remake by Bowie. And there's going to be a lot more of those. And Bowie has a pretty good Spanish accent. I mean, I can't tell that it's a pretty good Spanish accent, but he can, do, he can roll his R's, which I always think is an, an impressive feat. For anyone. Yeah. If I lived in a country where I had to roll my R's, I would have a speech impediment. So I'm glad that I live in a country where English can be bastardized as much 
as a canon, we, we, we can just... We just butcher everyone's languages. Yeah. I had someone correct me the other day at work. Land like, of the free. Yeah. I, I got shamed for calling, for saying croissant. The customer was like, don't you mean a croissant? I was like, yeah. that's, cause that'll always, that's always been one of my pet peeves. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm an ugly American. But like, if someone who's clearly lived in Massachusetts their entire life comes through and orders a croissant, no. That, and they weren't joking? They were not joking. They were, were legitimately They weren't like offended upset. or mad, but they were like correcting me. They weren't like... Don't you mean croissant? Croissant. 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 <laughs> no. 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 Zut alors. Apologies to all of our French listeners. Yeah. It's a cool um, language. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to go out of my... I'm not, I'm not Alex Trebek going to like lean into the accents when I read a word that's not English or traditional English. You sound like a pretentious ass when you do that. I mean... I don't go to Purple Cactus nor to Quesadilla. Like, I just get a quesadilla. Purple Cactus, local... Local, local quesadilla chain. shop. Yeah. I can't put on an accent. What's... So, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to stumble through? Like, I can't... I like, can't cartoonish out, versions. Like, every non-English word I'm supposed to, like, alter my accent for? No. No, thank you. Am I supposed to call it aluminium? <laughs> I mean, that's the proper name for it. Yeah, or controversy. Well, I mean, that's just silly. I feel like this conversation's really going to grow our like right-wing audience quite a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, you tell them. <laughs> Speak American. <laughs> it's not what we're saying. Um, so day in, day out. <laughs> day in, day out. Ratings. We're going to get the ratings. I'm going to give this one um, two and a half homeboy pockets. Is that like a Game Boy Pocket? It is like a Game Boy Pocket. So jealous my friend got a Homeboy Pocket for Christmas. Oh, man. I never got a Homeboy Pocket. I'm waiting for the Homeboy colors. <laughs> oh, 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 that didn't hit the ear right at all. <laughs> um, yeah, two and a half Homeboy Pockets. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting right around there. Because I, I enjoy this song more than I do Dancing with the Big Boys. So, uh, yeah, I got to go with two and a half. Two and a half Homeboy Pockets. Um, yeah, this is a song about a day in and a day out. Add, add them together and you've got... More, you've than, got, one, more than one day. You've got the pro, plural of, day. of days. Uh, yeah, of days, of days. Which happens to be the next episode that we're going to be doing in a couple of days. We're going to be talking about days. We're going to talk about Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, Thursday if there's time. So anyway, days... Is the next episode. Until then, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and uh, podcast at ziggy.com yada, 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 Potter. Uh, I, Potter. I, Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter? Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play are where you can subscribe to the podcast and leave ratings and reviews. Until then, my name's Thomas. My name's Charles. Goodbye. We're joined now by Bella. It's the only way you take on the internet is with cats. Yes. It's, it's actually been the secret weapon of this show the entire time. Bella, our producer uh, for these 70-something episodes so far.
you know, sometimes we want to just give a little bit of a, a little airtime to our uh, lowly producer as kind of a reward.